hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. I'm your host, Tim Bridgewater. Oh, man, it's been a battle. It's been a battle of gods. It has been a battle. It's been a challenge. It has been both trials and tribulations on our part, fighting our way through this battle of gods saga. But it's done. It's over. And with that being said, of course, we're back. Uh, with a new episode taking us on into whatever comes next. So I guess we'll see. Once again, my name's Tim Bridgewater. I uh, hosted two other podcasts, one called Republic City Report, which was a Legend of Korra podcast, and one called Geekly Dose, uh, where we talked about everything geek. So you can find both of those podcasts over at uh, iTunes as well as Stitcher.com. Rock the Dragon is available in a bunch of different places now, Stitcher.com, iTunes, Google Play, as well as TuneIn. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please take a moment to go over to any of those sites, preferably iTunes, and leave me a review if you are le- uh, enjoying the show. Uh, not leaving the show. <laughs> if you are enjoying the show, take a moment, leave me a review. I'm going to keep saying this every single episode. So the sooner I get more reviews, the less you guys have to hear me talk about it. Uh, with that being said, I know I have a good amount of listeners out there. So if everybody just took 10 seconds to leave me a review, you'd be amazed how much of a difference that would make with things. So please, if you have a moment, uh, I very much appreciate it. So uh, and also, of course, if you want to send me an email or uh, uh, send me a message or something like that pertaining, pertaining to Dragon Ball Super or uh, Dragon Ball Z or anything Dragon Ball related, you can head over to Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast. You can also send me an email at RockTheDragonPodcast.com for a segment that I call What Are You Saying? Uh, That's where I take a moment to read your emails and answer your questions, etc. and things like that. Uh, With that being said, I don't have any messages or emails for this episode. Um, I know it's been a little bit weird because, well, we didn't get an episode for two weeks and that that affected everyone's schedules a lot. I can tell because my... um, download numbers took a deep sort of drop there and which i kind of expected just because i'm sure everyone's still trying to figure out exactly what happened and then once you get behind if you're anything like me once you get behind on the show it's very hard to catch up sometimes so as you guys start to work your way back in and get back into the the episode just let me know feel free to send me an email let's talk about it because i'm back now with that being said um there's not much to talk about here we finally, of course, the, the Battle of God sort of saga it has come to a close. I know it was um, sort of a love-hate sort of relationship for most of us. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens now because now officially, um, until we get deep into Resurrection F, this is the first point for me in terms of Dragon Ball Super where I'm seeing something completely new for the first time. Now, of course... Uh, all of this is new to me because I, I haven't watched the Japanese version, but I did see the Battle of Gods movie, so I already knew who Beerus was, I knew who Whis was, etc. So now I'm getting into a point to where like everything is fresh, and then once Resurrection F starts again, well then we'll kind of retread that same path again, but hopefully it'll be a better experience this time around. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and get into uh, the uh, the episode talk here. Of course, this episode of Rock the Dragon podcast is going to cover episode 15 of Dragon Ball Super, the English dub titled Valiant Mr. Satan, Work a Miracle, a challenge from outer space, also known as a filler episode. I mean, <laughs> if that title doesn't give it away, then you watch the episode and that gives it away. But you know what? That It's okay because filler is is certainly normal in the Dragon Ball world. 
Uh, and I actually do appreciate it to an extent and it actually does make sense, right? It'd be a little bit weird if we end one battle where a villain leaves and then the next episode a new villain shows up. Like that would be a little too quick. So we every, we at the end of each saga, we get a couple episodes in the middle where it's just downtime, you know, peaceful times, whatever. They try to entertain us. Sometimes it's, they're successful at entertaining us. Sometimes they're not successful at it. Uh, so this is just one of those episodes, and I have to say, I this this episode was successful. I mean, I like this. I was inter- I was just as entertained during this episode as I, as I would have been, you know, if they were fighting the entire time. I feel like this episode is a really good example of how you can just kind of not, um, you know, you can kind of tell side stories outside of the main storylines and kind of keep them entertaining and funny, and you can learn something new. I kind of appreciated the fact that we spent a lot of this episode with Mr. Satan. I just thought that that was cool. I mean, that's just not something that has happened uh, in a while to my, uh, as far as I can recall. I mean, obviously, if you listen to episode zero of the podcast, you remember me saying that my memories on the Boo saga are very fuzzy because that was my least favorite saga. So I didn't watch as many times as the others. So my memory on some of that stuff is kind of bad. But uh, but this was a good episode. I thought I mean, I laughed out loud several times. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's a good, it's a good, like, once again, good example to show of how a filler type episode can still be entertaining. And hopefully this is a good, uh, and hopefully this is a sign that there'll be more of these and more of an effort to make these episodes good in their own ways. So the episode kind of starts off with just home life, you know, Goku and Chi Chi are at home. Uh, we haven't gotten a chance to spend much time with Chi Chi yet. So it's just kind of nice to see them back in this home life sort of a situation. And it's the, it's the usual stuff, you know, it's the same stuff. Goku's talking about he's going to go back and train again with King Kai. Chi-Chi's like, what? Why? They remind us of the 100 million zenny that they won in like the first episode, which is kind of nice that they brought that back up because it makes you wonder why they even did that <laughs> to begin with because it never really led to anything. Uh, and she quickly mentions that they spent it all already. So, I mean, I, I don't I mean, I think they have a bigger house, maybe. Like if you if you look if you notice this shot, like this house seems a lot bigger than it did in Dragon Ball Z. So maybe that's how the money was spent. Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but it's kind of nice that they brought that back up. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a lighthearted episode. We get to see Gohan and Videl at home now, because remember Videl's pregnant now. Most of this episode is just kind of showing what everyone's doing during you know times of peace. Uh, Gohan's being a incredibly gentle sort of uh, expectant father here with his wife. No surprise there. Gohan's, you know, he's just a super nice person. Uh, my only thing about Videl is this. And if, if anybody happens to disagree with me on this, please, uh, you know, by all means, send me an email at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. But my problem with Videl's character is this, because I don't once again, my memories on the Boo saga are a little bit fuzzy here. But this version of Adele, the Dragon Ball Super version of Adele, is kind of a boring character, man. Like she seems, she seems really like uh, a little too perfect, right? She's kind of Stepford wife-ish. Like where's where's the where's the personality there? She just seems to be super nice and like kind of one note, whereas the other characters all kind of have their thing. You know, but she just kind of seems to be like a little too perfect. I don't remember Videl when Gohan met Videl in high school. She wasn't like that. She had she had kind of a little attitude problem, right? A little bit. I mean, she was even like sort of like. uh, Remember, she was trying to find out who the great salmon was and all that kind of stuff. And she 
she was Mr. Satan's daughter, so she was a fighter too. But for some reason, this version of Adele, she's just like, like I said, like a Stepford wife or something, just smiling all the time and being like a housewife. And it's like, come on, come on, Dragon Ball. Like, I appreciate the fact that like a lot of this stuff is getting better here, but there's no reason to take all the women and make them like that. You know, like they don't have to be like Chi Chi's at home cooking, but Dale's at home trying to cook pregnant like this is 2017 you know i'd like to see videl get back into this action at some point i mean i remember gohan teaching her how to fly that, i mean that was that was a big deal for like just one of these regular level street level type humans to be able to fly and we haven't even seen that anymore so that's the only thing that's kind of bugging me about videl is that they don't seem to be doing anything interesting with her you know, she just seemed to be reduced to be to a pregnant wife now, but whatever. You know, those of you who have been watching the Japanese version, maybe that'll change. Maybe you guys would already know. Now we do get to see Vegeta for a quick moment, once again, just reminding us what everybody's up to. And he's up to his usual Vegeta sort of, I just witnessed Goku reach a higher level of power that we didn't know exists. And now I'm going to try to figure out a way to achieve that power myself. But some of the things that he says there is kind of important. You know, he's saying that Sort of reiterating the fact that Goku achieved the god power and even though it left him, he still found a way to sort of maintain it. So rest assured that from now, from this point on, that's Vegeta's goal, right? To reach God, Super Saiyan God, which is not a spoiler alert to say that he does. I mean, you know, we've all seen this, the screenshots and the promotional shots of him with blue hair. And of course, if you've watched Resurrection F, you know that he does it. I just I just can't wait to see the development of it. That is one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most in Dragon Ball Super now, because uh, in Resurrection F, we didn't get any of that. It didn't tell us how he how he got the blue hair. It didn't tell us how Goku got the blue hair. Uh, I think they touched upon it a little bit. But what I'm hoping to get from the show version will be longer, more deep explanations of how it happened. Uh, and that'll be great. So then we kind of switch over and we get into the meat of, of this episode. Uh, we jump over to Mr. Satan. And I got to tell you, man, there is a very small part of me that would love to see a Mr. Satan uh, miniseries spinoff show. <laughs> Just the adventures of Mr. Satan. Because for one thing, the freaking voice actor for that guy in English is incredible. I mean, he is just incredible. Uh, and they've been doing a great job with him. Like I, I, I've always loved that character. What the fun, the cool thing about Mr. Satan to me is that, um, you know, he's he's a human amongst all of this, all of these, you know. Obviously, they're not all gods, but I mean, like they kind of are, right? Compared to humans, he's just kind of like the regular human. So it, it, it's, it's nice to spend time with him and kind of see what this world is like from his perspective, because he's kind of I don't know, he's kind of the stand-in for us, I guess, as the audience. You know, he's just kind of this regular dude who uh, just kind of gets to witness all these incredible things. You know, in the beginning, he was kind of a butt. But like now, you know, now he's 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 a cool dude and we like him. And he's it's just fun to spend time with him. And we kind of accept the fact that he's just kind of telling these lies to people because they kind of need that. You know, these people need to believe that it's just one of them that is saving everyone every time. It gives them this hope. And I think that's why all all the other characters are okay with it. You know, they never did it for the for the uh, entertainment or the the uh, the appreciation or the acknowledgement. They did it because they you know they're good people. 
So they kind of you kind of do need this figurehead person out there kind of taking credit for everything because it just it puts a face to everything and you know it's much like real life. Okay, there are lots of figureheads out there. So that's kind of what. Uh, Mr. Satan is and I, I, I appreciate this part of the episode because if you look closely there and this is just kind of the you know one of those things that if you pay attention you'll appreciate uh, Mr. Satan has his his students with him remember the students that tried to fight uh, Cell I think it was like he brought the big ass dude the bald headed dude and the guy with the long hair it was kind of one of the fillers sort of episodes of the Cell games uh, and, you know he kind of has a rose and he kind of reminds you of Vega from Street Fighter a little bit but they're, they're with him. So I thought that's a, just a nice little Easter egg there. But what's cool about this whole process is that, you know, they're trying to find out, okay, who defeated Beerus and exactly what happened, etc. And Mr. Satan being Mr. Satan is exaggerating, but it is fucking funny because we get to see it. And that's what I like. We, he's, he's telling his version of the story, but we get to see it actually play out. You know, so we get this sort of skewed, more hideous looking version of Beerus in the in the uh, the sort of dream. Um, And we also get a moment with and this is I mean, come on, like this is just gold, right? Super Saiyan gold because Mr. Satan powers up to Super Saiyan mode. I mean, that's just genius. It's just funny as hell, right? The funny thing is, is that I, 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 I got spoiled and I saw a freaking screenshot of that a while back, but I didn't know the context of it. So could you imagine what my reaction was like when I saw that? I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? Why am I seeing a Super Saiyan Mr. Satan? Uh, and I didn't know. For all I know, maybe it could have been fan art or something like that. But it had, But it's just him telling this story where he's over-exaggerating about how the fight with Beerus went down. And I, I love it. It's it's funny. It's very funny. Um, so we kind of get the best of Mr. Satan here, man. And, it, you know, it's it, I hope this kind of sets a precedent for Dragon Ball Super to where at least during the filler episodes, we kind of follow one of the other characters a little bit. Because I just thought that that was super cool. Now, one thing I haven't mentioned yet, which is obviously really important in this episode, is that uh, there are these aliens that are kind of coming toward the planet and we see them a little bit and we don't know exactly who they are or what they want but we do find out that something you know <laughs> from the interior shots of the ship we know that they're they have they have some kind of fear or concern about dogs okay and that'll come in handy later on in the episode but to kind of skip ahead they show up they show up and of course immediately everybody thinks they're a threat because usually when aliens show up on this planet it is a threat but they're nice beings and they come down and they're from apparently from a planet called what was it snack i believe uh and we find out that these guys kind of show up because they they heard about uh someone from the planet earth uh battling beerus and actually giving beerus a run for his money so they just want to kind of show up and show their respects and kind of do a tribute to him and meet the person themselves um of course they think that that's mr satan but it's not um, I gotta tell you, I really like the design of these alien characters here. Um, Dragon, the Dragon Ball world has always been super creative when they introduce new species of creatures and stuff like that. It's one of the things I've always liked about it. But there's something very nostalgic about the design of these characters. Like it kind of makes me, you know, it reminds me of like eighty, like some of the '80s cartoons I watched in the in the '80s. You know, what I mean, when I was a kid. Um, 
just a design, you know? So, like, it's, I, I really like the design of these characters. It'd be nice to revisit some of this kind of stuff, you know? At the end of the episode, they leave, but I'm hoping that we get to see them again, because I just, I really like their design. Um, but, yeah, so they kind of come there, and they're talking about them. They want to bring them, like, this little metal uh for but then they you know they do this kind of silly sort of dance i mean you know traditional dragon ball stuff very funny stuff but uh they have a warrior right themselves from their planet who steps out and says hey you know what before we take this any further uh you know i can't i can't in good conscience uh we can't award mr satan until they beat our biggest challenger so of course uh biggest defender uh, so, of course, Mr. Satan kind of freaks out now because he's a coward. <laughs> he's a coward, right? But I, what I liked about this, now, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't exactly go in the direction that I thought it was going to go, that I hoped that it would have gone in. But uh, we got to remember, man, that Mr. Satan is, you know, with the exception of like Krillin and Tian and Yamcha and uh, maybe Videl at this point, I don't know, uh, and, you know, uh, Master Roshi, like... Mr. Satan's the strongest human on the planet. So I was hoping that we would have gotten a chance just to see that, right? Just give him a, a, a chance to shine a little bit uh, by having this low level sort of a threat show up and just having him deal with it, you know, to show that he's not 200 percent a coward. I mean, he was the champion of the world, so we know that he can fight and we know that he has strength. But obviously, compared to these other characters, I mean, he ain't shit. But it would have just kind of been nice to see that happen. It doesn't it doesn't really go down that way. I mean, he tries to find every excuse he possibly can to get out of this fight, uh, including going on the phone and running and complaining about his stomach hurting, making phone calls. He tries to call uh, Gohan and Fidel. He tries to call Vegeta at some point, I think. Um, so it's just funny, man, because this. Some of the some of the more humorous parts of the later episodes of Dragon Ball Z were thanks to Mr. Satan. Um, <laughs> so I appreciated it, you know, and he goes back out there and they already have a ring set up and everything. <laughs> I mean, this is just this. Is, I, I really I really enjoyed this episode. So, um, you know, they're basically in the ring and they're kind of about to fight. And then we Goku shows up. Right. Goku flies overhead. And I'm thinking to myself. Please don't. Like, don't. Don't. We don't need Goku to get involved in this fight, right? So he comes down. Of course, Mr. Satan immediately runs over and is saying, hey, you know, we got an alien visitor here. You should fight him, etc. And Goku's like, okay, why not? I'm like, fuck. Look, you guys know I love Goku to death. But there, I did not want to see him fight this dude. You know, it's like we don't have to force feed Goku into every fight because it's already kind of uh, of a thing already that he's always the person who defeats the villain. So but it didn't go that route. And I was glad. But I'm telling you what my thought process was as I was, as I was watching it. Right. I'm sure some of you guys can share that thought process. It's like, well, we don't need Goku to jump into this fight. I mean, obviously, this guy is not very strong. I'm hoping that Mr. Satan still gets a chance to fight. Doesn't really happen. Uh, but Goku doesn't fight him either. So that's a sigh of relief. Uh, because, well, apparently this is a very small town because Chi Chi walks up <laughs> with Piccolo. Piccolo's helping her carry some stuff. Uh, Goku spots Chi Chi and says, hey, I can't fight. So in this hilarious sort of moment, 
he goes over to Mr. Satan and he says, hey, uh, I can't fight because Chi Chi's here, but I also can't fly away because all these people will see me. Although it shouldn't be surprising to these people at this point <laughs> that people can fly. I mean, with all the shit that's happened, I mean, I know sometimes the 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 Dragon Balls would take away their memories and sometimes, but I th- pre- I'm pretty sure they know that people can fly now. But hey, it's Goku, right? Uh, so yeah, he says, you know, just punch me in the face. Give me put, give me a little punch in the face. <laughs> And Mr. Satan does it, and he just over-exaggeratedly sort of flies out of the ring and flies away. I mean, it was so funny. It was so funny to me. (laughs) I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, But what happens here, you got to, you know, Mr. Satan just kind of runs around the ring, runs around for a little bit, runs away. uh, And in a moment where I thought for a split second that they were trying to showcase Mr. Satan's strength. Um, the guy punches Mr. Satan in the face and it doesn't really do anything. And I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe Mr. Satan is stronger than this guy. So that didn't hurt him. I thought that would have been a much better route to take with that moment. Because once again, it would have just kind of reminded us that Mr. Satan can be a badass in some situations because he didn't become champion, you know, by doing nothing but no instead we we're reminded that for some reason the species of alien they're afraid of dogs and little b shows up the b the dog that mr satan and boo share together uh shows up and kind of scares them off and they kind of fly away so you know it's not the ending that i would have preferred but it was funny and this episode was funny and so the 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 aliens kind of leave uh, Mr. Satan pretty much gets his medal and that's pretty much it. You know, we, we, we see Goku at the end and he just kind of, you know, he can't go back into the house or whatever. Cause he's kind of, you know, but I mean, yeah, that, that pretty much does it for the, the, the episode talk. I mean, when we're kind of, when we're dealing with these filler type episodes, this is the kind of analysis I'm going to end up doing. It's not going to be a lot of detail sort of things because it's not a lot to dissect about that. We haven't gotten back into the next main storyline yet from which from what I understand is going to be Resurrection F. So we'll be seeing Frieza again very soon. But I I felt that in as far as filler episodes go, this was definitely one of the better ones for me. Uh, I mean, I remember an episode back in Dragon Ball Z where Goku and Piccolo got their driver's licenses. And that was just, I mean, there was definitely something to enjoy about that. And there was definitely something to some humor there. And they ended up kind of being heroes in that episode. But it was just it was just really silly because Piccolo is wearing like a backwards hat. And for some reason, no one can tell that he's an alien under that thing. You know, and why would they need driver's licenses? It just was kind of silly. But I thought that this was a cool way to have some filler, make it humorous and spend some time with another sort of favorite character of mine, Mr. Satan. So kudos there. Good job. Dragon Ball Super with a filler episode. Honestly, it's already looking better after uh, Battle of God. So you got any thoughts or concerns or questions, comments about that episode? Of course, you want to email me at rockthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, also please uh, head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast. Give it a like. Um, I don't post much there, but I will post more. The more people I get to like the page. Um, so we can do that. 
Uh, I think that about does it for this episode, guys. I remind you about Tim Bridgewater Geek. I haven't posted a video over there yet, but twenty uh, in, for a while, in a, in a little while. But in my in my defense, I posted like six videos in the span of like two weeks, and most of those videos are like twenty minutes or longer. Okay, so <laughs> I put a lot of time and effort in that. So you guys get your asses over there and watch those videos, like them, comment on them, share them, and then maybe I'll make another one. But for now, I'm just kind of I want people to at least start to you know react to the videos i have done right before i put anything else out so if you want to see more by all means just help me get those out i appreciate it uh youtube.com slash timbridgewatergeek facebook.com slash timbridgewatergeek so uh i think that about does it guys so until next time for rock the dragon podcast i'm tim bridgewater and i will see you next time <laughs>